Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. We want to welcome our guest, Steve Jenkins, to the podcast. Steve is the Economic Development Coordinator for the city of Caldwell. Steve's been around now for a few years. He's He's got an upgrade recently um, to to the director, but Steve, one of the great things about you is you didn't you didn't come to this position on a straight line, as it were. Tell us tell us a little bit of, about yourself and your background, and how did you end up in in Caldwell, Idaho? Yeah, that is a great question, and yeah, certainly economic development is one of those fields where people, it not very often they end up with this trajectory going into this professional path of economic development. Most of us in this field find our ways kind of stumbling along and you, you learn that this is an area that you'd like to investigate and, and learn more about and you just you find yourself doing the work and I, I certainly that, that that's been my background I started off here in Idaho I came here in 2013 from the Midwest so Springfield Missouri and you know I graduated from Missouri State University and came right over and in, in doing so I actually started my professional uh, track at CWI so College of Western Idaho here in, well, in Nampa, in the Canyon County. And then I transitioned from CWI to Boise State University. So I, I stayed in higher education and I worked in the capacity of dual credit. So I had an opportunity to go to various high schools in the Treasure Valley and really learn my way around the, the network, if you will, of the communities that are here. And that was really my first touch point to Caldwell, uh, just working in, in, that, in that function in higher education. And what dual credit is, is we essentially help these high schools in the Valley uh, earn college credits through the classes that are launched at, at respective high schools in the Valley. So um, in, in the course of doing that, we were able, I was able to you know, work with a number of high schools and uh, Caldwell was in, in Valley schools were, were certainly among, among the schools that I worked with. But yeah, so that, that was, I was on track to do that. And I was looking around and trying to figure out what, what the next step would be in my journey. And I came across Steve Foltz from Caldwell Economic Development. He had spent 18 years here before transitioning to Canyon County, most recently, as you referenced, John, with the upgrade in my position. But prior to doing that, I, I had an interaction with him. He mentioned to me that he was hiring, and we kind of made a joke of it and said, man, it would be the Steve and Steve show. It would be kind of funny. To <laughs> Steve Squared. Yeah, the yeah. Steve Squared. And uh, he, he, he was gracious with his time and took some time to, to – really introduced me to the role and let me know what, what the specifics of it would entail. And I just fell in love with it and, and really just um, saw so, some, so much great vision with the city and the community and was just happy to be a part of it. So put my name in the hat and I was very fortunate to be among the, the people that was, I was the person that was selected for the role. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. So as you know, Steve, there's been tremendous growth in Caldwell over the last five or six years. And obviously you've been a, a big part of that. Tell me, I mean, what has been your experience with with dealing with all of this 
fast growth. This is happening fast and it's furious. The great thing about people who live in Canyon County is that it provides all this great opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. Opportunity for jobs, opportunities um, for um, to go out, opportunities for retail, all these great things are happening. But how have you been able to absorb all that and stay up with it? Yeah, so actually economic development here with the city of Caldwell is a relatively new function. So it started about five and a half years ago within the city at least. Of course, there was a council that did economic development activities, but the city took ownership of it about five and a half years ago. And Steve, of course, was the first director here. And one of the goals or the the the, the challenges, I guess, that, that was put in front of him from Mayor Nancolas was to stabilize, diversify the economy, really serve as the clearinghouse for the community, help with recruitment efforts, help to create a surplus of wealth in the community. So that's that's a primary function of economic development. But yeah, John, you're right. It has been a, a season of high growth and a lot of activity. And one of the things that I try to do in, in my role is to just stay focused on the mission and vision of Caldwell. We don't we certainly don't want to be any other community, right? We're not Boise, we're not Meridian. We're, we're not mountain home, we are Caldwell, and, and we embrace that, right? Our agricultural roots, our transportation roots leading back to 100 years ago as the city was formed, you know, those elements that, that make us unique. And it really builds well as we look at recruitment efforts as well, because we, we talk about these attributes and, and how they tie into who we are and the makeup of our city. So, yeah, that's the thing is, is we, we focus on our manufacturing sector, we focus on food processing, which is a tie-in with our agricultural roots, of course, and we also talk about our, our growing wine region, right? And, and talk about the orchards that are grown here and the grapes that are grown here and some of the other aspects that are extremely unique to the Caldwell region. So these are the touch points that folks generally don't know about. So you, in my role, I help introduce them to the, all the components of our city, as well as just the, 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 the high level, here's what we can provide, here are the incentives, here are the, the business advantages, but really what is the quality of life? You know, what are the employees going to be participating in once they locate in our community? What, what is the lifestyle here and what does that reflect? So that's really a big charge in my role is to introduce folks that are within our region or, or even outside our region, uh, just help them know more about Caldwell and learn more about our community that way. I'm glad you mentioned that, Steve, because I think a lot of people, when they think about growth in Caldwell, they think, Indian Creek Plaza, right? It's kind of a natural thing for us to think about. It's it's symbolically, um, it I think it probably represents all the things that are happening in Caldwell. But we kind of, I think the average person forgets, especially in a job like yours, how expansive economic development really is. Some of the things that have been going on in Sky Ranch, for example, some huge employers, big square footage in terms of processing. Can you can you talk a little bit about the successes? have taken place out there at, at Sky Ranch. Absolutely. And yeah, John, just to go off of that, I always, just from afar, I envisioned Idaho as simply just an area that produced potatoes. Yeah. I, I didn't think anything, yeah. anything more of it. And, and I was, I was content with, with that, with that theory, right? That was just all I, all I knew of the region. And then coming in and understanding the, the, how, how, how we have a robust hop growing area and and how we, of course, with the growing wineries, we're, we're up to 15 plus now in the Sunny Slope uh, wine region and the Snake River AVA, right, American Viticulture Association, and how that all lends itself to the community and the growth that we're experiencing holistically. Just really fascinating things that, that we can speak speak of. And yeah, even with potatoes, right, Southern Idaho growing the, the russet potato, 
I'm not a connoisseur of potatoes by any by any stretch, but just understanding that diversity that lends itself to potato or French fry production and how that all comes together as well. So just interesting and fascinating aspects of Caldwell that go far beyond this just the, the growth downtown or in, in one general area of our community. But yeah, specific to Sky Ranch and industrial parks in general, one of the advantages or just as a whole, businesses look at how do we how do we limit risk, right? time, risk, and money when they come in and they evaluate communities. So great, I, I give a great uh, amount of credit to Steve Foltz, Marin Ancola, some of the, the, the folks that were really tied into the vision of this community. But early on, they went out and said, how do we develop properties that are ready to go? So we call them shovel ready in our industry. So in that case, you build up the utilities, you plot the property, you zone it properly. So once a user comes in and they identify the site, their risk and time and all those things are, are limited. I mean, it really reduces uncertainty. And of course, when we recruit businesses, you're competing with a number of communities. You're competing with Bend, Oregon, Tacoma, Washington, Reno, Nevada, Nevada uh, gosh, the list goes on and on and on. And that's just within our region. I mean, some of these things are, 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 are some of these businesses are doing national searches. So really challenging. You have to set yourself apart in that regard. So yeah, Sky Ranch is a, is a prime example of formerly being 400 acres of j just pasture land, right? Uh, it was agricultural property, which is, ties into our heritage, of course, but how do we, how do we make that marketable? And, and that's exactly what we did. We, we went in there and by using the tool of urban renewal, we were able to, to build in the utilities. So water, sewer, power, natural gas, all those aspects of development that are often uh, afterthought for the general public, but a primary focus for businesses we did all that and it just blossomed right after we we pulled ourselves out of the recession the downturn things were, were ripe for growth in our area and and we were ready for it so that was a true advantage to the growth in sky ranch we now have uh over a million square feet under roof in sky ranch we have two thousand plus jobs 50 plus businesses and growing right so we're, we're now at the point where, where those 400 acres we're, we're simply out of land and adequate inventory for the manufacturers that are looking to come into the area. So great example of, of how we were able to establish our footprint in this area and just be ready for growth when it came around. Yeah, that's good. I think some people don't uh, understand the competition out there. And you touched, uh, you touched on a little bit about some of the other areas that we're, we're literally competing against Tacoma, Reno, Spokane, right? And, when you realize there's that much competition out there, um, you realize that you indeed do have to compete. It's the reason why we do have an economic development officer in the city of Caldwell, so that you can go out and make proposals to these folks. If we, if we didn't have your department, we wouldn't be getting these businesses to come to Caldwell. They don't just they don't just show up one day and say, "Hey, we're coming to Caldwell." There's a lot that goes into it, right? Absolutely, and it's very much relational. So. Folks want to know, gosh, who is my point of contact within the city? How do I navigate this intricate system? These these areas are so different. How do I go through the permitting process? Do I have an advocate that will help me get the necessary approval so I can get my business up and up and going as, as quickly as possible so that we can generate revenue? So those are the things that I know before my time here with the city, I, I quite frankly did not understand. <laughs> I thought it was just an organic process where folks said, and, and sometimes that is the case, but 99% of, of, of those opportunities 
are are strategic and and are fought for and are 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 challenging to to win in essence. So you have to go out there and represent the city and really be the kind of the the sales rep, if you will, or the clearinghouse for the community just to introduce yourself and and let folks know who you are and what you're all about. Right. That's good. Hey, I, I, we've done a great job, I think, talking about some of the commercial stuff. A a lot of the people um, are interested in downtown Caldwell, right? We've seen tremendous success. It's it's a great place to go now. I know Hannah and I spend a lot of time down there. Um, And in years past, if if we wanted to go out to dinner and celebrate our anniversary or celebrate a birthday, sometimes we'd drive over to Boise. And I think with the things that you and your team are doing downtown, that's no longer the case. And so I think it is on people's radars, you know, what's happening downtown. There's been lots of great successes here over the last couple of years. Um, Can you talk a little bit about some of those great successes downtown? And then I'm going to ask you after that, kind of what's on the on the horizon, and maybe you can give some of those code words up to us uh, about some of those projects. So tell us a little bit about some of the recent successes in downtown. Yeah. So first off, downtown Caldwell, I learned and recognized the history of our area in a significant way. I I, I did quite a bit of research and and just I, I recognized that Caldwell was really the epicenter for for economic activity years ago and certainly lost some of that momentum going coming into the 90s and the 2000s and we were grappling with with an identity here trying to understand where we were going to go into the future and this idea of the plaza came about and interestingly it's patterned after rapid city south dakota so some of our staff members and, and our team members were, were they we went out there to actually look at the the template, if you will, for a plaza, just to understand what it would look like in reality. And Rapid City's done a terrific job, and this is really a function of economic development. Many communities around the country, they look at other other areas, other cities, and say, gosh, what are they doing well? How are they generating that success? How do we replicate some of that, of course, by, by incorporating some elements, but maintaining our unique identity as well? So yeah, Rapid City had the the ice ribbon. They have the the plaza. They have the splash pads. So we we said, hey, we, we can we can do this in Caldwell. So that we that really started the conversation for how we could how we could create something special downtown. So fast forward to 2018, we we created this 58,000 square foot uh, outdoor plaza, it, seven seven and a half million dollars, whatever the case was. Of course. <laughs> much more than, than many of us anticipated. It sure <laughs> was. Mm-hmm. Beyond yeah. that, it's been a terrific venue, as you mentioned, John. We've had 30-plus new businesses come into the downtown core since its creation, right, since since the 2018. And, and we're talking those small businesses that are kind of sprinkled through the Oaks Brothers Main Street Marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking around the downtown core as a whole, so the downtown the business district. So it's been a, a tremendous success. I think the most important aspect of what it's been able to create is really that that front door uh, element of Caldwell. It's it's great. It's a great launch pad into the other areas of our community. So we bring different prospects down here just to let them know what the quality of life represents. And it's just a good indicator of a, a real healthy community when you're able to see vibrant activities taking place. You know, we have over 250 activities that are that are created uh, each year that are gener- generated each year on the plaza. And then there's a bridge counter there, uh, right in between T- T- Treasure Valley Community College and the plaza. 
And we, we are actively looking at those numbers. And in 2020, we had 485,000 plus walks across that one entryway into the plaza. Wow. And just to give you some context, in 2019, it was right around 393,000. So you can see the stark increase in activity. Even the as middle a of a of pandemic, right? People, because it's outside, and I think people felt more comfortable outside. And even with people staying home, you still saw this dramatic increase in the amount of visitors to downtown Caldwell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's now become just a, a hot spot in the valley, right? And that's what we wanted to become was, was a destination, hence Destination Caldwell. Of course, they do a terrific job managing and operating the, the plaza and the events that take place uh, on that you but yeah I, I would say Caldwell is unique we we work with our into our partners in that respect so we work with the chamber closely we work closely with destination Caldwell and his recruitment efforts but yeah it's been a it's been a, a, a holistic effort to, to bring these these groups into downtown but we're quite pleased with where we're going and what, what the future is bright here that that's for certain yeah I love that yeah. Um, I, and that's, I think as a mom that has kids and one of the things that I feel is so special and I, you know, kind of, I've have a pride of course, is that I don't have to necessarily bring my kiddos to Boise to do something. We enjoy having an adventure in Boise for sure, but there's so much going on in Caldwell for all ages, um, for a family to be able to hang out together and spend time together on the plaza and do things together, whether it's a concert or the farmer's market or, um, you know, the different things that they have going on for, for kids or for a family. And it's, um, it's so nice to know that I don't have to always drive 30 minutes or 30 miles to go do something with my family. Like John said, um, can you, like John alluded to, could you, are there any, is there anything on the horizon that's um, that you could possibly hint at that's coming to Caldwell anytime soon for families or for anybody who'd be interested? Yeah, yeah, great question. And I, I guess the biggest project that that's forthcoming is the the Creekside Development Project that will that will take place. So it's it's going to be located on the it's 1.4 acres right now. It's a, a dirt lot along Seventh oh, yeah. Avenue and Main Street, mm-hmm. and it kind of serves as a the pseudo parking lot, if you will, but uh, that will be going away, unfortunately. <laughs> and, and with parking becoming a, a wider issue, that is another sign of, of a healthy downtown, active downtown. And of course, we we embrace our parking challenges because <laughs> yeah. we, we we wouldn't we wouldn't want to not have an issue. I mean, of course, that would that would be the opposite end of that spectrum. So yeah, Creekside is going to bring 139 apartments to that location. And they're going to also have 8,000 square feet of retail on the first floor. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing is they're building retail and then they're building apartments on the on the upper levels. It'll be four stories total. And then they have parking that's internal to the development. So really unique design in that respect. So it's, it's kind of a hidden parking lot that will be exclusive to the residents that live on site there. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, they have a hotel that's planned in phase two. And they are looking at boutique hoteliers. So really it's, I, I think of it as a, as a custom uh, hotel approach, similar to the 500 in Boise, mm-hmm. uh, just just a unique offering that you, you couldn't see or recognize in, in different areas. So this will be kind of an exclusive feel to our downtown core and really complement the wine region exceptionally well. 
So that that project is going to break ground on December first. So wow. we are we are yeah optimistically anticipating that one. That's going to be a, a real a true joy to see come together. So we're we're just excited to to see that happen to see some dirt moving come December. In addition to that, and adjacent to that site, so as you cross Sixth Street and you go to the next properties at 516 Main Street, we just concluded through Urban Renewal what we call a request for proposals process. Mm -hmm. So in this mm -hmm. case, and not to get too technical, but we go out and we seek proposals from different developers in the, in the, in the area. So we just spread the news that we have a property that we'd love to have redeveloped. Give us your best idea for the project and we'll, we'll make a selection and, and move forward with steps to develop that site. So in this case, we received, it's a half acre site. We received four proposals. They're all very unique. Mm -hmm. And we will be making the decision in conjunction with Urban Renewal on behalf of that site in the very near future. But we have everything from a restaurant that's proposed. We have residential units. We have a family fun center that's proposed at that site. So really cool uh, aspects of development, you know, wine lounge, uh, tap room, so we're we're just considering what would what would be the best fit there and, and the best use, quite frankly, of public dollars and how it all comes together. So yeah, that that's going to be another exciting project that's forthcoming. So that one will will uh, be it, it will be under construction early next year is what we what we uh, anticipate at that site. And then as we move along downtown, the 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 former so the Pet Haven building is under contract with the user. This is Project Star, and they're a home decor store and they. They have olive oils and they have different housewares and they have gifts, but it's going to be a terrific, terrific addition to downtown Caldwell. Really excited to welcome them into the, yeah. the downtown area. And they're hoping to actually get open later this year if they can push things along quickly enough. Of course, with contractors and all the development that's taking place in the Valley, there's there's quite a demand in that area. So we're, we're trying to work around some of the, the building constraints and, and get them up and running as quickly as we can. So that's an exciting one. Of course, as we go go along, we have uh, on Main Street, we have a, a restaurant coming in to our area uh, out of out of Nampa. Actually, they're they're uh, Casa Nejo, so they're they're looking to open later this year. They're going to open at the former 812 Main Street location. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they they have a, a great menu. They're they're a restaurant, and, and they 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 have everything from you know seafood dishes to high end Mexican food dishes to even I, I always pay attention to the kids' meals, but they have chicken nuggets for the for the kiddos. You know, <laughs> Good that, idea. That, nice. so that, nice. that works out, you know, with my three boys and everything. Uh -huh. I always have to make sure to check that box. And yeah, of course, Happy Teriyaki just opened uh, most recently, and they're doing uh, extremely well at their at their location next to the movie theater. We have Paddles Up Pokey opening yeah. uh, early next month. Their their location looks terrific. They just about have everything uh, ready to go as far as their build out is concerned. And then we have the still ice cream out of Boise yes. coming in and they're opening early September as well. They're going to line themselves up with uh, hopefully a grand opening with, with uh, paddles up. So we're just going to bring both of those groups in, into our community and, and, and welcome them with open arms, of course. And then we'll have, we have white dog brewing that's yes. also going to occupy that general area. Uh, they will be opening later in September is what they're proposing. So they're they're just they have a, a, a full kitchen in, at their location. So they're gonna have food That's within exciting. their it's kind of a brew pub uh, concept. So yeah, it's it's it really is exciting. They're a great venue. So we're we're thrilled to invite them and, and, and have them into our come into our community. You know what's really remarkable there, Steve, is that in 
just you describing these more more recent acquisitions, it's like they're they they're diverse. Yes. Right. I mean, you're you're talking about so many opportunities from an you know an an olive oil shop to a brew pub to a potential family fun center, and I think you know as a resident of Canyon County and Caldwell, those are the opportunities that you know seven or eight years ago we wouldn't even dream mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Right. And just just in a matter of time, they're a reality. There are all these great things to do and all this variety now downtown. And I'm, I'm assuming part of that is intentional, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I always get asked the question, gosh, how are we going to move forward with retail? Because Amazon is such a giant and no offense to them or anything like that, because I use Amazon. My you can you can go through my bank statements, see <laughs> Amazon all through it. So that they, they are a force for good reason because it's mm-hmm. extremely convenient and all those other factors that go into to play. But we, we want to extend ourselves in a way that offers a unique shopping experience. So, you know, we, we also have Bonded Bevel coming in to occupy a space on 7th, uh, 7th Street. So they're going to be in the alley there across from Extreme Pizza. And they sell leather goods. They do. They, they produce belts. They produce wallets. They have uh, backpacks that are leather, but just these unique offerings yeah. that offer just an experience that you can't generate online. So yeah. that's our way to combat some yes. of these external systems <laughs> that are out there. Sure. And then meanwhile, of course, we have an extremely uh, well-received venue, outdoor venue, as, as, you, as you referenced, with the ice skating in the winter and the splash pads in the summer. So that critical mass is, is, is coming in and we just want to complement all those activities with a shopping experience that is second to none. Yeah. So, yeah, those things are, are very much intentional. We we often seek out, hey, how how do we how do we get these folks to locate here? You know, what's how, how do we put these opportunities in front of people? So I often go out and I'll spend a day in different areas of, of the valley, or I'll I'll go uh, reach out to to different users that are in, in the with it sprinkled throughout the United States and. You know, I don't have much of a, my, my pride is, is, is gone. So the folks that tell me, no, it's not a, not a big deal anymore. You know, as, as I, as I get a little older, you know, I, I don't, I don't have much of an, an ego anymore. So I'm happy to just put these opportunities in front of people and let them tell me no. And quite frankly, sometimes they say, yes, tell me more and let me, let me learn more. So that, that's really my, my approach is how do we, how do we make Caldwell? How do we put Caldwell in front of people and, and really tell our story and share our, our successes with them so they understand where we're going as well. Yeah. So it's been exciting and a lot of fun to, to be a part of that. Man, there's so many great things going on that you just described. And I, I think now, now you kind of look at it, Steve, and I mean, you've been doing this for a while and you've, you've got to be looking at different areas and kind of what they've been through. If you, if you had to predict, you know, the, the future, you know, the next 10, 20 years um, in the city of Caldwell the, with the direction and the momentum that we're having, what what does our community look like in, in 10 or 20 years based on what you're seeing? Absolutely. And this, this one is, this is a challenging question in many respects because there, there is, and, and this, this is a fair sentiment to have, but a lot of folks are worried about what that growth is going to look like and how we transition mm-hmm. our farmland and our agricultural uh, properties into development properties and, and how that all is tied in. We're fortunate here in Caldwell, we have a, a great comprehensive plan through which these land designations are are clearly outlined and identified. So we, we demarcate areas and we just say, hey, this is where our commercial and retail activities are going to go. And this is where our residential activities are going to go and so on and so forth. So we have a clear understanding of, of how that growth is going to 
materialize. So yeah, but in essence, what I what I would uh, predict or forecast is really a strong tie-in with our wine, wine region. I, I see signs of, of growth in that area, and, and quite frankly, that that could be a highlight that that we that we can tout for for years to come because that's such a unique feature. It's really similar to Indian Creek flowing through our downtown. I had a developer here out of Detroit, and and he had mentioned to me that he's been all over Europe and all throughout the United States. And gosh, it's so unique to have Indian Creek. And that's just a natural asset that, that we can leverage. And, you know, even uncovering the creek and, and some of the controversy surrounding that, of course. And now we, we see the true benefits of, of what, that's, what that's brought to our downtown core. And again, it's that experience that folks can share that they can't otherwise have in different areas. Yeah. So that wine region, I feel a strong connection is going to be formed. And, and stabilize it and to, to have downtown really high in really closely with, with that wine region. And then I, I would anticipate more food processors on the manufacturing side of, of what we do come in. I, I, having Simplot here, having some of these other legacy manufacturing groups that, that have been in our community. But again, our agricultural heritage coming into form with food processing and what that looks like. And I just think it's it's something that's just a natural tie that, that folks recognize and understand within the Caldwell region. And yeah, as, as a whole, I see plenty of residential on the horizon. I have a map in my office behind me and it has a list of preliminary plats throughout Caldwell and high growth areas will be East Caldwell and South Caldwell kind of on, the, on the culture side near the lake. There's tremendous growth that's going into that area. So I would anticipate grocery stores, shopping, uh, complexes, you know, shopping centers, uh, just, just obviously with the, with the widening of Karcher, uh, in the future, and then the widening of highway 2026 coming in the future, just a strong sense of activity along those main corridors. And then with I-84 expanding, I just see growth going into North Caldwell as well. So uh, areas along the Boise river and areas along highway 2026 to the North, we, we are laying out a plan for a new urban renewal district in North Caldwell. So that's a target area for us and really something that is a just natural and, and organic tie-in to what we're, what we're trying to accomplish. So trying to create a Sky Ranch 2.0 and what that looks like <laughs> in North Caldwell, we're, we're optimistic that, that, that everything will come together in, in a similar fashion as to what we experienced with, with Sky Ranch and some of our uh, manufacturing success. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah, this is this has been great. I mean, for I think for our listeners, um, kind of celebrating the successes that we had, and I think for our listeners, listeners, it's going to be hearing Steve talk about these these mm-hmm. potential opportunities that might be coming down the pike here in the next few months or uh, or a couple years. I mean, it's it's exciting. Yeah, and I do. I think one for our listeners, for for those who may not completely understand what urban renewal is. Are you able to describe that shortly in in a way that, you know, the average citizen that may not be aware of what that is, but how important it is to our community, what that what Urbanil looks like and how it's funded? Sure. So, yeah, I'll just I'll give you a kind of a high level uh, definition so that we don't get too far into the weeds because it's quite technical. (laughs) Yes. And yeah, if 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 you're like me and you're a visual learner. I, I like to see things kind of drawn out and, and, and explained that way. But in essence, urban renewal is an area in which the city identifies as, as an area of, of growth potential mm-hmm. and, or, or area that, that, we, that, that needs redevelopment efforts or revitalization. So downtown Caldwell, prior to 
the closet coming in and some of these other, uh, even the creek being daylighted and things like that. Prior to that taking form, we had to have a funding mechanism to initiate these projects. And urban renewal is used as a tool. So we, we draw we drew out this area that encompassed downtown, east areas of East Caldwell, Sisby Sky Ranch, that were in need of, of, of improvements. So in essence, what, what urban renewal does is it, it takes taxes or tax revenue from, from new construction and it puts it into an urban renewal district mm-hmm. instead of going to the taxing district. So the taxing district districts like the school districts and uh, the county and some of these other uh, taxing entities, they get their their taxes, their their original taxes, but the, the new construction that's generated, they don't get anything on top of that because it goes to urban renewal. Mm-hmm. So urban renewal is able to fund these projects by virtue of the new construction tax revenue that's generated in a in a, 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 a urban renewal district. So it's a little complicated. Sure. Uh, of course, tax revenue just goes into those taxing districts, but anything on top of that, anything in addition to which we call increment, goes into urban renewal. So we're able to, to create these projects that we otherwise wouldn't have a funding mechanism for. Yeah, and Steve, I think uh, just as part of your, of your explanation as well, it's, I think it's important for the listeners to realize that that's not a tax increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know commonly... When you ask people about it, and there are some critics of urban renewal, but they say, well, you're increasing people's taxes, but that's not in fact the case, is it? No, it is not. Yeah. So really, really it comes from, you know, the tax increases that we see are just by virtue of, of how, how our, the values in our homes have, have increased so drastically. So it's that, that's, I look at, I look at those, I'm a taxpayer as well, John, <laughs> likewise, you, you and Anna are. So yeah, I, I pay attention to those elements, but it, it really isn't a tax increase. It's just it's just diverting taxes in a different way. It doesn't increase the, the taxes sure. in that form. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I think this is this has been great. Yes. Thank I, you for your time. Yeah, Steve. I think uh, we. I, I mean, as a resident, let me just say how thankful I am for you hustling every day <laughs> and bringing all these opportunities and bringing things that my family can uh, enjoy doing and and uh, bringing in new jobs to the community. Um, your, your work um, is so important down there at, at economic development, and uh, we're just grateful for, for what you and your team are doing, and I know, uh, I know the best days of Caldwell are, are, are ahead. So yeah. thank, thanks for everything you're doing, Steve. Well, thanks, John. Thanks, Hannah. Really appreciate it. It's been a blast. And John, I want to thank you as well. You, I, I and, and the community members as a whole, we're we're all involved in economic development, whether we whether we like it or not, realize it or not. It's it's something you you've connected me with people. Uh, folks have said, hey, have you thought about you know this company coming in or that company or what they would bring to the Caldwell community? So really, you know, these conversations that that are created amongst our community members. They, they help too. I mean, every, everybody that comes together and is able to put things in front of people, right, and, and just tell the Caldwell story as a whole, it just helps us all. So we're all in this together. Right. And, of course, our tax base benefits from it. So the more shopping you do in Caldwell, the better off we all are because, therefore, we can fund our street project. We can do more with our, our utility systems in Caldwell. And it just the ecosystem for revenue and for, for wealth it all kind of circulates in our community. So the more that more we can spend here in Caldwell, the better off we all are. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very important function of, of what we all need and what and how how much we're all kind of integrated and tied in with one another. 
Love it. I love it. Well, we've been talking to to Steve Jenkins, who's uh, the Economic Development Director for the City of Caldwell, and um, hearing about all the great things that are happening in Caldwell. And Steve, hey, thanks again for taking a little bit of time out and uh, sharing uh, sharing these stories. Is there what is the best way to get a hold of you or the city if they if anybody has any concerns or questions or even you know interest in um, maybe one of the developing areas? Uh, what's the best way to contact you or the city? Right. So all the complaints need to go to the mayor's office. And I can get <laughs> <Not> it. <to laughs> <yours>. <laughs> I'm kidding. Kidding. <laughs> Please don't do that. But no. Uh, if, if you have any questions or or quite frankly, concerns or, or just ideas that, that you'd like to communicate. I'm, I'm happy to, to work through some of those things. Of course, we're always open to have those conversations. Uh, my email is sjenkins at cityofcaldwell.org. You can always find us on our website as well uh, at cityofcaldwell.org under economic development. We have our own page there and you can peruse through. And if you're interested in looking at demographics throughout the community, you can see some of that activity on there and you can search for sites that are available. There's a number of functions that are okay. that are uh, available for folks on our website. And we'll have that in our notes as well for, for anybody else who needs to find that out. So Awesome. And, and follow the Facebook page as well, yeah. Economic Development. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that. But one of the things that we try to do is just share the, the new information on behalf of businesses that are opening and the retailers that are coming into our area. So big announcements that we're able to communicate or disclose, we, we will we'll, we share them frequently on Facebook. So just right. keep an eye out for that as well. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Steve. Thank okay. you both. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. Take yep. care. Okay. Thank All you. right. Talk to you soon. Buddy. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iheart2c.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iheart2c. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.